This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> Dips inside and hits. Oh, what a, what a goal! Right, that is from Ross Wallace. Chris Waddle, is he going to have a crack? Oh, he does, he scores! Anything Paul Gascoigne can do, Chris Waddle can do. One by Stephen Fletcher, back towards Adam Rich! You're listening to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wednesday Till I Die podcast. Five-star performance, five goals, clean sheet, Liam Palmer top scorer, Gregory off the mark, absolutely world-class performance this week as we comfortably brushed Forest Green Rovers aside. I'm James Mappin and alongside me to talk about that 5-0 win is Liam Russell. Uh, first of all, Liam, uh, you're meant to be at the cricket today. What happened with that one? I know, mate. All done and dusted. It was <clears throat> it was a strange day yesterday, and I know we get told off talking about cricket on here, but I'm going to tell you anyway. Um, it was like, oh, are we going to go? Are we not going to go? Obviously, it started Friday evening because they went back into bat, and I was like, oh, if they lose a couple of wickets here, I'm definitely not going. They got to end without any wickets, and then walk into the match three down they were three down for ages after the match got back to granville's woman dad's five down for a while but then it just like yeah i'm not going now <laughs> well the game's finished didn't it's it like, am i going am i not going i said i messaged my mate i was going with her says i'm not i'm not going to buy my pack up for tomorrow until fucking 10 o'clock as does i think and see what happens you do get your money back though don't you yeah yeah we get some we'll get the booking fee back oh, but. joke don't talk about booking fees and what have you but uh but yeah you're here so that's uh that's the main thing um just uh just on you know um I mentioned it last week, but you can still nominate us for the Football Content Awards. Head over to footballcontentawards.com forward slash voting and vote for us in the best podcast football league category. Massive thanks uh, for everyone that's already done that and uh, massive thanks in advance for those that are going to do that now. Uh, The link will be in the show notes as well. Um, Don't forget as well, this extra time episode that we're recording straight after this. So if you enjoy this episode and want more, sign up to patreon.com forward slash WTID pod and listen to all the extra content including the preview shows access to the whatsapp group which was on fire again yesterday lots of discussions and everything um i mean we're going to be talking about um you know 
our best 11 you know if it does exist uh, and if so who's in it also obviously with the news that Silla Sow has gone which we're going to touch on in a, in a second um and apparently, according to Darren Moore, there's interesting other players. Uh, you know, would we be happy if we turned into a bit of a selling club like what Barnsley, Brentford, someone like that? Um, and also, we'll be looking at what Forest Green fans had to say after that defeat. We're also 149 members as well, which is incredible. So, a massive thanks for all your support. Um, I'm just going to read out some of the names of the new members that we've had: Jason Webster, Anthony Hewitt, Richard Jones, Stu Williams, Chris Richmond. Ben Martin, Lee Clayton, David Summers, Mike Guest, Andy Rowe, Tom Knowles, Lewis Kelly, Tom Outram, John Fletcher, and Macaulay Ameson. So massive thanks for all those that have signed up in the past couple of weeks. Um, we're going to talk about fantasy football just for a second. The only reason why, obviously we do we do talk about it every week, but I had a message earlier and it said, um, you should talk about top three in league in fantasy football from this guy. And I said... Um, let me guess. Are you in it? Anyway, yeah, I'm top. <laughs> so it was top. It was Sa- it. Sammy Walton. He's on uh, as as it currently stands. I'm recording this a little bit earlier Sunday Bloody dinner. Hell, he's dinner flying. Time. Yeah, 277 points he's got uh, after what's that? Four is it? Four weeks in. Good, good, good knock that. Game week four's not even finished, does it yet? But I don't I, even I know. Want, I what want, am I on about? Just over 200 mark, I think. About 50, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not doing hey, mate, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. That's what she said as well. <laughs> uh, well, I'm uh, I'm 69th in that with 224 <laughs> points. You're you're on second page, Liam. Um, Come on. Wh- whereabouts are you? I thought that were you then. I thought That's... I went up to 50 odds. 83rd in the main group. Must wrong league. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been the Patreon. Oh, might have been Patreon one, I? Yeah, Patreon league. There's uh, uh, slightly less calibre, apparently, according well. to some of the results. But no, um... 9-0, Liverpool. Shocking captain pick from me. <laughs> Mo well, How can he get six points or well, three I think, points? I think, the, the, obviously, it's Haaland or Salah at the moment, and your your rogue pick might have been Jesus. Um, yeah, I went with Salah. Didn't work out very well, did it? Yeah, but you think 9-0? I mean, Firmino got 33 points. Mate, he got two goals and three assists, I think. And probably three bonus as well, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, I got three bonus, you'd have thought. But yeah, 33 hey, points. I think what, Trent got 17, I think, as well. Tell, you what. tell me how many Liverpool players I've got in my team. Go on. None. Well, <laughs> I reckon a lot took Trent out. Probably. And I was shit like, against Man U. Right, I thought, give him one more week, he's got to come good. So I'm happy I left him in. Well, could have ask, him, ask, ask me, um, who were my captain? Go on. Bearing in mind, I've had Haaland for the first three weeks. Yeah, I changed it to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done well on captaincy Fucking picks. A, absolute well, I thought, amateur. I, well, I, I, were, I got Rodrigo in. I brought him in last week to sit on my bench and get 13 points. Obviously, oh, yeah. did not this week, didn't I? <laughs> uh, and then I got... I, I had a, which meant if I played Rodrigo, I got Mitrovic sat on my bench and he scored last week. And I thought... I got 3-1 in Super 6 as well. Obviously, it ended up being 2-1. But I was like, what do I do? And I thought... Kyle Walker might get rotated because you know what Pep's like. They've signed a new right back. You were on bench last week. And I thought, right, I'm dropping Walker. I'm sticking Mitro on, obviously, which worked well. Thought, brilliant decision. Then fucking Zinchenko's not in squad, <laughs> is he? So Walker's going to come off my bench for one point. Because <laughs> they conceded two, didn't they? Yeah, I've got Zinchenko in my team as well. But uh, but yeah, just on Super 6 as well, I've got 11 points so far. I've got them all, not the results right. I think I've got one result right. And then Chelsea... Leicester by any chance? Uh, might have been. I don't hey, know. We weren't nine nils. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I got, I got, I've got I'm all right 11, so far. I'm eleven as well. Oh yeah, all right. Well, so pissed on my bonfire then. Uh, I, I think went, someone's got. Uh, someone must have got. 
I think they've got 14 points, I think, they must they, oh, already. They've got two, in, two correct results. In, and Yeah, in that league that we're oh, on, yeah. That means I might be I might be getting knocked off my perch at the oh, top. I know, yeah. But there's still two games to go. But nah. Anyway, that's enough about if Premier League. If anyone actually predicted 9-0. <laughs> Was Liverpool on it? I don't think Liverpool were on it. I don't think they were one of the I picks. I thought they were, because I, yeah, I thought they were, because I went 4-0. Did you? Well, I have yeah. no idea. I don't know. I just yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. I went 4-0. Well, there's still two more games to go. Like I said, we are recording this uh, Sunday lunchtime today. But uh, let's get on to the thing that people want us to talk about, is that uh, demolition of uh, of Forest Green. Um, obviously, we, we'll talk about a starting lineup, but, you know, five goals, clean sheet, as I've already said. We're up to third now, one point off top. I know it's early days, but still, you know, I'd rather be up there than... Uh, down near the bottom, um, 14 unbeaten at home. It's it bloody brilliant, weren't it? Yesterday, mate, unbelievable. Like, it was just, it is like we said before, it's one of those games where it could have gone either way. Do you and know I, what? Think- I, th- I thought that as I'm going into it, supremely confident that we were gonna hammer him, but in back of my mind, I'm thinking this could be a fucking yeah, banana. How many times game. did we do that last year? And we got a scrappy one one or lost two one, like we did to. Accrington, Oxford. There was Accrington, there was Grimsby. There were, oh yeah, oh, we did lose 2 1 to Oxford, yeah. But, you know, the amount of times that we played against a similar side to Forest Green and we've come away not with a win. You know yeah, I mean? and, and to be fair, I was confident. I, I thought, you know, you know me, I love Darren Moore. I was like, he's going to, we're going to do this, it's fine. We're going to, you know, get another monkey off his back because we keep saying or whatever. So, yeah, mate, fucking unbelievable, isn't it? It's, <laughs> it's another box ticked as well. Now, you look at, like I just said there, potential banana skin. I mean, you know, we've, we've talked quite a lot about, you know, coming from behind. It were, you know, holding on to leads when we've got them, finishing teams off, all this, that and the other. And you've, you keep saying that every week, don't you? It's another box. T- and I think this is another box ticked in terms of a team that we're on paper expected to beat. And we and we've done exactly that, and we've we have we have beat them. Yeah, I mean, and I think I think like we said, I think we said it in uh, on the debate show that if we scored in the first ten minutes, well, I thought if we scored in the first ten fifteen minutes, we could absolutely batter them. As we kept saying, <laughs> I think yeah. after the second goal, I says <laughs> I couldn't get any signal. I says to Jack, I says, oh, check me cricket score, and I says actually there might be one here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it did feel like that, didn't it? To, to be fair, but you know. Because I feel like we were saying as well, I think before it before it panned out how it did and, you know, seeing their de- uh, defensive struggles, you know, if they were 1-0 up, if they nick one and they try to sit back like teams have done, I'm not going to lie, after watching them yesterday, I think they could have scored two and we'd still have potentially beat yeah. them because yeah, they yeah. were struggling at the back. Man, that might be a bit keen and a bit over the top, but one, I definitely think we could have turned around. But before the game, you don't know that, do you? No, of course you don't know. We've not watched them every... Yeah, I can't say I'm a big Forest Green Rovers fan <laughs> or even you know watched any of their football, even though they did quite well last season. But yeah, I'm just I'm just glad that, that we put in you know, a dominant display because... Yeah, the first five games have been difficult in terms of the opponents that we've had. You know, I think we've said, you know, all of them have been in the top seven or eight, I think, up until last week, apart from MK Dons. Obviously, they had a, a dominant win last uh, this weekend as well. But they're all tough games. and But but we've always done well in the teams that like that take it to us and, you know, and, and try and play against us. We, that's not really been an issue. You know, last season, beating Wigan twice, you know, we beat Rotherham, we beat Sunderland. MK twice. MK twice, yeah. We, we, you know, they're not really that that much of a problem. 
Um, no, not not saying it's you know been complacent or anything, but it's coming up again. You know, how many roles did we have last season against sides that we sh- you know on paper we should have beat and stuff? And it's just good that that team in Forest Green we've we've just you know cause it, it, it were comfortable. We just brushed them aside, really. Like you know, it, I think someone said it on Twitter as well, and someone said it behind me actually. Felt a bit like a friendly uh, uh, in parts, in that we were just stroking it around and. It just look, I don't think we even got out of second gear, to be honest. You know, do, do you think the same? Yeah, it's kind of. I think there was... At points, maybe. But I do think going forward, especially in the first half, we were... But we just, I think we just made it easy. I mean, I mean we, got, we are going to obviously talk about the goals. But you look at Palmer's goal. It was just literally a free kick from deep, one pass. What, he chested it. He's had a shot. All right, come off the goalkeeper. He scored a goal. You look at the win... Um, the, the Bannon goal, I think, it starts with Equa. He passes it to Iofa. He passes it to Windass, who's wide right. One ball, and it's another goal. Yeah, like, we just made think, it easy. I think. You see, then this kind of comes down to their position, all that jazz. But those balls don't come off every game. No, and we might whinge and moan about it sometimes. The glory pass and all this, you know. Um, but I think the intent was there. I do think it was there. I think, you know, they went out thinking, yeah, I'm not, I'm not we're going to batter them. Like, yeah. I don't know. I know what you're saying. We didn't have, maybe we didn't have to get out of second gear, but I do think in part, especially the first half, I think we were going for it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the second half, we took us foot off the, off the gas a bit, didn't we? Yeah, a little bit. Well, let's, let's talk about the, um, the starting line. Actually, before that, I'll just, uh, I'll just play some of the uh, the voice clips that we had after the game. Um, some of our patron members get get involved. I'm not playing them all because we'll be here all uh, all night. To be fair, but I'll just play a few that I've uh, that I've picked out. Just another day at the office. Fantastic training session. Well done, boys. Keep up the good work. Forest Green weren't much cop, but we played like a a professional side who look like they're going to go up automatics this season. Comfortable win for us. Raise the flags, boys and girls. HMS piss the league. Superior, absolutely outstanding. Back in some sensational signing, just class, 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 class across the whole field. Fucking get in. Well done, Darren Moore. Nothing else needs to be said. Yeah, so that's uh, what some of our patron members thought. I thought that one was funny. HMS pissed the league. <laughs> Back up and running. <laughs> yeah, engines have, uh, have restarted again after <laughs> a minor blip after after Peterborough. But... Set sail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the second time this season. And I think it used to be like that quite a lot. But yeah, let, let's talk about the um, the starting lineup. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what happened, but Darren Moore didn't make any changes. Bloody um, hell. I know, I thought, is he, is he feeling all right today? Or... <laughs> I know. Well, obviously we, you know, we found out, didn't we? A little bit, uh, yeah, little bit yeah, earlier. I mean, Patreon members as well found that out on uh, on Friday night. But to be honest, I mean, I put my predicted lineup out, and if I if I was saying I was going to change one player, I would have probably maybe took Backington out and put in either Fizz or uh, Dennis Adenaran if I had to pick one. But but I was my my lineup was literally exactly the same as was Bolling. Fizz on the bench in the end, or was no, he not? Weren't, no, because no. obviously there was the questions, wasn't there? Yeah. But I don't think I didn't see any real need to change it after Bolton, really. No, no, no. And it's fair enough. And another uh, box ticks in some some people's. Uh, yep, keeping the cell side. List. Yeah. But so, um, were, you, were you happy with the side? Yeah, mate. I was happy with the side before 
Bolton, so yeah, I'm happy with the side, I think. Yeah. Obviously, Stockdale and goal, Iofa, Ihequa, McGuinness is a back three, Palmer, obviously in that right wing back spot, and Johnson on the left, Bannon, Backinson and Byers, the three Bs in the middle, uh, and then Windass, partnering Gregory, and obviously the you know big news, Malik Wilkes on the bench as well, and you know, you look at that and... I mean, we all could talk about like is that our best eleven in in the extra time show, but <laughs> yeah, you can't really grumble. At no, that no, side, no, can you? no. More than happy with that. Um, so yeah, mate, I was I was sounding like you say it's it's an unchanged side. So yeah, the first time he's done that. Obviously, he made one change for MK Dons. I think uh, obviously that was forced, but you know. Um, Unsell side for once in a while. I'm just, I'm just going to pick out a few of the stats as well from the from the game. Um, possession, I think in the first half it was quite even. Second half, we, we had quite a lot of the ball, to be perfectly honest. 57% to their 43, which, you know, it was just a good commanding display. Shots, we had 15, 15 shots. You know, people saying in recent weeks we've not perhaps had as many shots as we as we could have. We've certainly had uh, quite a few shots this week. Eight on target as well, and obviously five gone in. That's quite... Yeah, and I think we kind of highlighted it. I think I mentioned it, didn't I, saying that we're potentially more clinical this yeah, season if yeah. you look at how many attempts we've had, how many on target, and how many we've converted. And it's kind of running the same. I mean, we have had more attempts here maybe than the previous few weeks. Um, but yeah, I mean, eight on target, scored five. Can't really Whereas, like that. we said last season, I remember I can't. There were a game and we had something like twenty-seven attempts, not on target, but yeah, twenty-seven attempts, and we'd scored one or whatever it was. Like, yeah, so. we, people were asking to be more clinical, and I think we are. We are so definitely far, seeing yeah, that definitely. now. You know, especially not not just this game in in recent weeks as well. We've, we've certainly looked, you know been putting his chances away, which is only good. Um, I mean, just in comparison, Forest Green had three shots and none of them were on target. I don't know if you... They were obviously getting a bit, you know, near Mate, the end. That, to be fair to him, they were brilliant there, fans. Yeah. Like, obviously, there weren't that very that many of them, but, they're you know, they're not a big they're not a big club at all. Um, you know, they've done really well to get where they are. They were uh, singing most of the game, Yeah, yeah, they? they were brilliant. And when, obviously, that uh, when they got a corner, was it like 81st minute and they were celebrating as if they scored? I yeah. thought, fair play to him, mate. You know, that's... <laughs> That's what you like to see, that don't you? Like, he had a shot, and they were like, saying, We've had a shot, we've had a <laughs> they were shot. Offside, weren't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I know they were one, though, when they, they, did, they did a it's like, Let's uh, let's all cheer like we've scored a goal or something. And then they all cheered, and then they broke through. And I was like, <laughs> How funny would that be? They're cheering and what have you, and then they you know scored a goal. But yeah, fair, fair play to them. Yeah, it's we've we've obviously been on the receiving end of a of a few hammerings over recent years and what have you and it's it's crap in it but you know you know and like you say for them and I don't know you know I don't think I actually think I predicted them to stay up to be fair um, yeah so do you know what just on that quite a lot of people were saying Forest Green was shit and it's easy to say you batted them 5-0 they were crap I I didn't think they were that bad I mean I think they're going to win more games than, than they lose this season I just think they were a bit probably a bit naive They've tried to go toe-to-toe with us, and unfortunately, when you've got, you know, Windass, Gregory, Bannon, Byers, Palmer... The list continues. <laughs> literally all of the players, like, and we were, you know, on form like we were this weekend. You, you, I think any team are going to struggle. Yeah, and like, and like I kind of highlighted in the debate show, if you have listened, that, to be fair, that Matt, number 14, was back in for him. Is it Matt? I think that was his name, striker. 
him and that um, Stephen's partner did last year, and they were a partnership. They pretty much played every game together. Matt got nineteen goals. Stephen's got twenty three. Yeah, and he's been injured until this. That was the first game we started, I think. And then I was Stephen's still in fit. I don't know what's happened to him. But you think that's what forty goals never mind whatever assist they got yeah as a partnership that they're missing up front as well so and like i say i don't know their dynamic i don't really know how they played but if you're two strikers that have played together the majority of a season with that many goals aren't there together you know they're gonna struggle until the back but yeah like i say yeah yeah I, and i agree with you like i think at points to be fair at points they couldn't keep the ball for more than 30 seconds but then at points they did all right and they wanted to have a go didn't they as well so yeah is what it is. I think their manager said as well, like the occasion kind of got to him a little bit. Well, that's it. How many times? times yeah, I mean, I was I'd nipped in New Barrack for um, for a swift one before, um, and I was talking to um, oh, I forget his name. It was one of the lads that played in um, in the charity in the game. charity game. Scored five for us for our, my side. I have no idea. It was his favourite. I can't remember. Sorry, mate. I'm rubbish with names. <laughs> I recognise you straight away as soon, as soon as I saw you. We had a chat about um But his, his father-in-law was saying, you know, how many, how many of them players will ever have played in a stadium like Hillsborough with 20-odd thousand fans, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah. you know, that's something else you've got to consider, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. It's easy to say, oh, you're a professional football and this and you have a bit, yeah, the occasion, especially when you're losing as well. When we got, you know, early goals like we did, it's going to be difficult, isn't it? Um, let, let's talk about some of them goals then. Uh, it took 12 minutes for us to break the deadlock. I thought Palmer, I know Palmer did score, but I thought he was going to be Palmer straight away. I was thinking, Jesus Christ, you know, he got into some, you know, an excellent position. I think his first touch was fantastic. From where I sit on the north stand, I was like pretty much bang behind it when he He's hit going it. In. <laughs> and I thought it were in. And, it, and you know, when, when he blocked it, I thought, you know, one of them ones where instantly you think, oh, fucking hell, it's going to be one of them days. Do you know what I mean? Where we have a load of chances and we just can't score and they're like battling for the lives. But, you know, laid the look on our side a little bit. It bounced straight into Windass path. And I'm not being funny. Windass don't miss from there, does it? No. And he was really composed, slotted it into the bottom corner. Thank you. Shame for Palmer, because like you say, it was just a good bit of defending, wasn't it, really? Yeah. Just, you know, unlucky for them that it, he managed to get himself back and it just fell it, straight to, to Windass, didn't it? Like you said, we needed an early goal, really, just to kind of, you know, whatever their game plan was to, you know, to, to put them off. Well, really. yeah, at the end of the day, you know, if they were going to come out as a Nick one, like you say, the plan might have been to sit back, but if you've got one, they're going to have to come at you because they need to get back in the game, so. Yeah. So they don't it, have any choice to the No, I mean Bannon again instrumental, weren't he? Mate, and I, and I think to be, to be fair, it were fantastic all game. I think he really yeah. turned it on. Yeah, he was class. And I would say like I've got just written obviously it comes into this goal. He was like sometimes um like the last few weeks, and you know, we've said he's not been at, at his best games and whatever else, but the last couple of games he has, he's come back into it. But he seems like he is just floating and sometimes it just doesn't work but like yesterday he was assisting on the left he was going on to the left hand side he was going on to the right hand side he was like helping out on the wings um maybe that's when the wingers aren't up there or just floating a bit more and playing yeah. a free role and he really was he was doing that a lot yesterday and it really worked didn't it, it yeah was, it were all over like literally it, it, it popped up everywhere with the ball and I've been thinking about this. I mean, last season, you know, every time Barry Bannon's been at the club, what, when did he sign? Were it 
was it the 14, 15 season, I think it was, or 15, 16, whenever it was. He's been here for a while now, hasn't he? And obviously he's been one of, if not the best player, obviously in recent years, he has been far, you know, far, far the, the best player in, at the club and in the squad. But I think in, in recent years, especially last season, you know, we didn't quite have the, the strength in depth. And I think teams knew that the way to stop Sheffield Wednesday was to just mark Barry Bannon out of the game. How many times last season we said, especially through that, that tough period when we were drawing a lot of games, that we felt like Barry Bannon were trying too hard and everything we were having to go through him. Whereas now you look at the depth in the in the midfield, and again, we'll talk about, about that on the extra time as well. You look at the players that we've got, we haven't just got, one good player anymore you know Baez is, is, is pulling the strings he's you know he's uh, doing great we've got Backinson if Dennis Adenaran comes in you can only have a look at the goals that he scored you clearly can't give him any time on the ball because he's going to you know rifle it in the top corner Deli Bashiru again you know Portsmouth gave him too much too much time on the ball and he, and he scored two goals so as, a, as an you know as an opponent I don't think you can really just say let's put two men on Barry Bannon because or, or get tight to him because because if you do that, that 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 player or both them players are just going to be straight out of the game, and then that that leaves someone else that's equally not right, not equally as good, but also a good more player. incapable of. Yeah, it's like all right. Well, no, I think I, I don't know for certain. Obviously, Statman's not done not done his best job today, but I think if you look at the you know the opening, what how many games we played? Six, is it six games of the season? Um, I don't think Barry Bannon's been at the top in terms of touches and things like that. Whereas last season, it was you know nearly hundred touches on the ball every single game, and that's not quite been the case. It's not saying he's been he's not been as um, as influential because he were he were made a you know, massive part of nearly all the goals we only yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and it's like maybe we're not relying on him as much. That's what because you know that's what a lot of people said last year. Oh well, like you said. If, Baz, if you stop Baz from playing, if Sheffield Wednesday stop playing or whatever, yeah. um, you know, and I, I, you know, like you say, it's maybe we're not relying on him as much, and everything doesn't have to go through him. Because yeah. um, we have maybe other he, and maybe he feels because there were times last season, and I'm not bashing him; it's just a fact in my eyes. Um, if the game wasn't going the right way, he would take it upon himself to be that that role. Yeah. And whether that's what was meant to happen, he made that happen. Yeah. And you were almost like the best player at school, weren't you? <laughs> as it? I said last year, at times I personally thought it was selfish, but not in that way. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It, it, it's either selfish, but then in his head it's probably not selfish because he's thinking, I can get us out of this game. Yeah. But in a way, I don't know. You know you've got to, right? in football you've got to be patient. There's another ten players on the pitch and you've got to be able to be disciplined enough to know that and, and trust the other players in the team that can do their job to get the ball to where you need to be. He was like how many times did I say it? He was picking the ball off the back four and then he wasn't in that area to receive it. Whereas now oh, he's mate, in a so far high. more advanced sometimes, role. Sometimes he's on the press. He's the one on the press at the front. Well, yeah, exactly. Um Well you look so, at well, I mean, this the second goal was Barry Bannon. And exactly that, you know, he would never have been in that position last season. He was, well, well, he was the, the most advanced player. And I think something that's, it's all right saying you're playing a formation. Obviously we, we've been playing in a 3-5-2, but you look at where Windass was, whether this were premeditated or not, he's pulled, um, he's obviously gone on the right hand side, way, way out of position to where he, you know, where he should be. We've 
well, I've certainly criticised him for that already this season for not being in the right position and stuff. But maybe that's been something that Darren Moore's been been telling well, him yeah, to do. Yeah, a bit of a free like. Yeah, and the thing is, the thing- we've got, but then Barry Bannon's run into that hole, and if you see, he's he's made it, the defender's got a decision to make, hasn't he? How far does he does he follow Josh Windass? Does he mark him? Does he not? If he doesn't go with him, someone else has got to pick him up, and it, it creates that kind of disruption, doesn't it? Next thing, you know, Barry Bannon's un, totally unmarked. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, the thing is as well, obviously with Bannon last season, I think after Christmas when Mass started playing, he obviously got into these positions, but definitely until the latter, you'd say half, maybe even just after half, third, no, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying there? Yeah. Because obviously he scored nine goals, so he was doing it, but not... But Laurie's goals were, until, out, yeah, were outside of the box, weren't yeah. they? And yeah. Uh, but yeah, and Windass, um, I think, you know what? It seems, you know, we said, oh, he goes missing and... He hasn't, you know, but he affects the game because he, he, even when he goes missing in inverted commas, you know, um, he seems to still get an assist in the game or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. you can't really slate him. But it seems that when it works, it works for both of them too. Yeah. Because they're both doing a bit of a free role as such. Yeah, they um, are. Yeah. And they're the two players that you say, and I've, I've said it, that they're just floating about. I said it about Bannon in, in, when he's not. And so obviously I think it's just what they're being asked to do if it doesn't go their way, that'll probably be the way that it comes across. That yeah. they're just doing whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. when it comes good for him, it comes good for him. And mate, that ball. And I know it. You see, I, I kind of think that because we're saying obviously the bit of luck, the way that the defender kind of just teed it up. But I think with a ball like that as well, I think if it was and it half a foot off you know, not as much on it yeah. and wasn't quite as good, it, he would have got more than a foot, a foot on it and it wouldn't have gone. So I think the ball's that good. He's yeah. only managed to get a toe on it yeah. and it's fallen for Bannon. Again, it is fortuitous because we were saying before it could have gone. Could have gone anyway. It could have got his toe on it and it went out for a corner, whatever. So there is a bit of fortune in it, but I think the ball was that good. Yeah. It, was, it, but, it deserved. <laughs> what? But yeah, but it's not a shock though that Windass can do that. It, it did it a few times in the game. Uh, I think they were one... For Gregory, that the, the, the defender just got his head on it, but if the defender had not got his head on it, it were literally on his forehead. You know what I mean? He, 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 he couldn't have missed Gregory. Um, so it's not, like I say, it doesn't come as a shock that he can do that. And, I, you know, I just think to myself, like, we finished fourth last season without Josh Windass. He, were in, he played, he played like five games, six games or something like that. He, he hardly played at all. And I just think to myself, oh, what if? Do you know what I mean? What if we'd have had Josh Windass yeah, last I year? Joe, I think it was Joe Cran or Alex Miller. I can't remember which one. Um, someone, the weaver, one of them said, if he was in that team last year, we would have gone up. Yeah. Of, pretty much. Um, and you know what? And I'll admit it. It's on the record. It's last year. I was a bit of a doubter. And so far this season... Fair play to him. Well, I never had, is it four assists and two goals well, so far? Well, I think, I think because the defender got a touch, that technically didn't go down as an assist. Well, it does in my um, eyes anyway, but... It was so still, I think it's three and two, because I looked last night, because I was like, it deserves it, but... Adjudication panel. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and, and you know what? And, and you know what? I don't think I ever doubted his ability. It was more his um, attitude. And, yeah, his temperament. And, and his, is he brought into the... He seems to be enjoying himself oh, anyway. Mate, and it? that's it. That is it. And um, 
Yeah, and brilliant. And I hope he carries on and I hope he stays fit. I mean, the finish from Bannon were great as well, weren't oh, it? Mate, I know I you thought, you thought he'd yeah, it, yeah. It looked like, obviously, because we're sat on the confidence at the other end, your depth perception's like... Yeah. I thought That's he, why I hate sitting on the car. I thought he did it over the bar. Like, oh my God, he's gone over. Oh no, he's gone in bunker. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. What a finish though, watching it back as well. Just, just a deaf finish, weren't it? Yeah, really? just, to readjust it, himself after yeah, that yeah. defender got the touch as well. Just in-step and just... But, but it weren't just that, it was the vision, obviously from Windass, but also to make that run. Do you know what I mean? He like, the runs, yeah. He's yeah. made the run. I think, we, I think we've got a free kick, haven't we, in our, in our area. I think it's a heck Passes it to Iofa. He passes it to Windass. Next minute, he's looked up. Barry Banner's made that run and he's and he's picked him out. And, you know, yeah, fantastic finish. And what were it? You know, 20 minutes in, 2-0 two, two up. It were, it felt easy, didn't it, really? I mean, weren't it with Michael Wareham in the in the Patreon group? He said uh, 8 or 9 nil, And everyone were like laughing. I, I was said, you know what? I said to the lads when I sat down, I said, someone in Patreon group earlier said 8 or 9 nil, And I reacted with laughing face. You know, what's that? <laughs> And it got to like half time, and I was like, bloody hell, I hope he's back to I hope he's put a couple of quid on it. I know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just, uh, I mean, yeah, the thing is, though, it always happens like that, doesn't it? When a team's winning 4 4 nil or something at half time, bookies are probably like licking the lips because everyone puts like a 7 or an 8 nil on, thinking if we can do it in well, first half, we can do it in second. <laughs> they must have lost some money on Liverpool, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to be fair. But no, um, yeah, 2 nil up after 20 minutes. It was like absolute dreamland, really. And then your boy, Liam Palmer, pr- prolific 2-2. Two two. And we, we keep saying, don't we, he's playing some of his best football that he's played in his entire career at the moment. But... You know, he had that chance early doors for the Windass goal. But that didn't deter him really for, you know, for, for bombing forward. He no, was doing no, it at Bolton. He was doing it all game uh, against Forest Green. And again, vision from Barry Bannon, that free kick. How many times do you see that, you know, people make them runs and they don't get found. But one, to, to see it. And two, to he put it yeah, on the plate for him. Yeah, number one, he the confidence to do it. Because it was kind of a, sim- not, obviously it wasn't a free kick, but it was the same kind of run he made for his last goal yeah. off the shoulder yeah. took a bit of a risk yeah. great touch and obviously he's tried to dink it over at keeper he's got I think it hit the keeper came back off Palmer hit the keeper again and then he's dropped him and he's stuck it away and he deserved it after that you know good bit of defending from the first goal if you look at the um, run as well he's like a striker's run out. He, yeah. he bent his run to stay on side as well and he's got a bit of pace about him, hasn't he? He's not like blistering, but... Uh, do you know what? I've got all my hands up. I don't know if I said it on the record on the podcast, but I certainly said it to you, and I think I said it in the, in the WhatsApp group as well. You know, when he's doing his 10K runs for Jude in uh, in the summer, I was thinking Palmer's definitely not in the side because, yeah, yeah. because da- uh, Darren and Moore... I, I, I argued it, to be fair, didn't <laughs> yeah, I? Because like, Darren Moore wouldn't let a player do that much running. You know, what? what is it? You know, however many thousands of kilometres that he's done over the course of the month and burn himself out if he wasn't going to be a, you know, if he was going to be a part of the, of the squad. I think he's literally played every single game. He didn't play against Rochdale, did he? But he's, he played against... Uh, he's played Sa- every league game, hasn't he? He's played every league game, yeah. He's got two goals. I don't know if he's got any assists. I've not I've not checked, but he's playing the best football he's ever played. Um, so, yeah, I, yeah hold me, I hold my hands up, Liam Palmer. I'm sorry. And fair enough, it was something I mentioned on the Extra Time uh, episode last week. Is he... Have we missed some? Have we missed out on something? Right because wing he's back, never, he's, because he's never had the real opportunity to play there. Right wing back is Liam Palmer's best position. Fact, and and without being, you know, 
I hope he continues as he is, and I don't want to jinx him, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, <laughs> you know, the thing that people have always said, oh, he's not got a good cross, rubbish. I've always defended that. Um, and the other thing, like a few of the lads were saying yesterday, they or what they perceived, and he's not got that extra that Jack Hunt offers in an yeah. attacking sense, which probably includes the crossing, which I'm not being funny. He gets himself in the positions, and thus far, he's got a better end product yeah. than Hunt. I know Hunt got two in the end last season, but you know, I know. I, I sorry if I have just reached you there, mate. But he's got two goals in two, and and it's like he's not got that thing, and da da da, and I just, I just, I don't know. I might, you know, I'm biased. I like him, whatever, but. Is it is it his school that he's adding having to play left back, right back, start as a midfielder, off, midfielder? He's obviously got it about him, and everyone says it. Giles has said it. People who you speak to, oh, he started off as a midfielder. He's got that footballing, yeah. you know. Have we just missed out on something because there's always been someone better in that position? Yeah. Now we've got now we've got, and you know what? I I'll back his corner. I like him at left centre half. I like him at right centre half, but. Now we've got enough players there and, you know, touch wood at the moment. They're all, we've got fitness there. We've not, I mean, to plug gaps with him. Yeah. You know, and that the thing that I said last week, the argument is, have we missed out on something in him not having a run probably where he is best because there's been someone better or a marquee name? Or is he flourishing now because of the school he's gone through in having to play all these different positions and now he's, got that opportunity and from everything else he's taken that yeah. experience well, I don't know what the answer is but you know, it, it, it's, uh, it just looks like Liam Palmer's absolutely loving his football at the moment oh yeah uh, and it's brilliant he's and loving life you know you, you obviously he's not on Instagram but you know so he, well, yeah, he, he's on Instagram and he um, puts a few bits on and what have you he just looks like just such an amazing guy and I'm just of a moon for him really because he has got some proper stick and you know I, I hold my hands up like I've said, already said I've not been his I've never really given him any stick. I've never really slagged him off or anything. I've not. I've just kind of, but like you said, probably thought there's been better options. Um, but I think, in terms of like most improved player or the player that's shocked me the most, is, I think it's it's weird. It's, it sounds it sounds like I'm coming across as like a negative, but I think just, I just think Liam Palmer's has been fantastic, and I think he were a ten out of ten at, at Bolton. He'll probably a, a nine nine and a half. Yeah, uh, and I think this I think, week, and I think a lot of it comes down to the boo boys that he has had and people are, ah, oh, well, just because he's been here for all of his life doesn't mean he's good enough. All that bollocks, like... Yeah, shouldn't be sentimental. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, he's, he's pretty much first name on team sheet now. Yeah, yeah, and and arguably, and I, I probably said it in the last season, he was, he was arguably our most consistent player last season in terms of six, seven out of ten every game that he played in. Thing is, you want a Liam Palmer in your side because not only is, as he's showing now, excellent at you know, right back or right wing back, but he's versatile as well. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. something happens, you know, if Equa goes off injured or Dom Iofa goes off injured, you, you bring someone on in his position and then you and then you put Palmer at centre-back because he's probably better than, than anything else that we've got. But yeah, let's um, move on. So... Yeah, it's 3-0 going into half-time uh, and then Gregory pops up and uh, gets off the mark, which I'm absolutely delighted for Gregory because I think he needed that goal. 
Um, as much yeah. as he's been influential all season in terms of his hold up play and you know setting up some of the goals, right? It's not getting any assists, but he's been he was very influential for the MK Don's goal again for the Charlton goal as well. Um, coming short, not quite got off the mark. Although I don't think he's had like we said last week, he's not had many chances really to to, to get that goal. It's not like he's you know um, it's just been a bit unfortunate really. But he's off the mark now and. As a, as a striker, I'm not a striker myself. I'm not even a footballer myself, but I, everyone talks about it, don't they? Once you get that one goal, it's like a bit of a monkey off your back, in it? Yeah, yeah. And again, Baz coming in off the left. Nice little move again. There was a little bit of luck because it came off a defender's heels and just sat up for him. And then I didn't even notice, but you were like, oh yeah, it deflected in. Cause it, yeah, because when I'm sitting, I'm thinking... It went in middle at goal. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah. I'm thinking Keeper's had an absolute nightmare there because he's he went in in the centre of the goal. I'm thinking, what's happened there? But yeah, you see it, it does take a deflection, but he's in the right place. At that. Oh yeah, yeah, of course he is. And that's... That striker's instincts, yeah, isn't it? yeah, and great, it, and you know, it was going top bins even if it didn't oh, take yeah. a deflection. Like, um, so yeah, mate, another good move. Birthday goal, well, it weren't his birthday on Saturday. I think his birthday was Friday, so uh, a good little, uh, a good little birthday. But yeah, present. we were we were saying as well before in in um, before the game. We hope it's Gregory's day. We hope he gets one just to get, like you say, get off the mark and yeah, whatever else. So brilliant. Hopefully, you that's you know, you know, we were saying. There were murmurs and it's been mentioned, oh, we worried that the strikers haven't scored and Owen Das had scored a penalty and not from open play and they both got one. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Two two strikers have scored, midfielders are scoring, defenders are scoring. Like last season, weren't it? Didn't we have a ridiculous number of goal scorers throughout the whole season? And if you know, if again, like I've been saying, it's great to have a twenty goal a season, man, and I do really hope we we, we get one this uh, this season. But Equally so, from an opponent's point of view, if you've got a twenty-goal a season, man, you think it is the threat. Yeah. I've got to stop him playing. That—that's where all the goals are coming from. If you've got midfielders scoring, defenders scoring, as an op- opposition, you're thinking, "Fucking hell, lads! You just got to." I've no idea who's going to score a goal today. Everyone, Mate, everyone's scoring. If you get one, one, if you get one like Gregory last year, fourteen, fifteen, and you have two or three others with nearly ten, do you know what I think? I will not be grumbling at that at all. You know what? We're playing. We're playing well. We're winning games. We've got Smith, who's going to be, who, who Darren Moore said he'll be playing against Bradford, by the way, so we'll see what he's about. And we've got Malik Wilkes, both who didn't play. We've got Deli Bashiru, we've got Adenarin. We'll come on to that in the um, when we talk about the the best 11 uh, a little bit later on. Um, yeah, half time 4 0, absolutely cruising. Then we come out second half, and then we, we just carried on, didn't we, really? Like, you know, in terms of obviously, again, fortuitous and own goal, but. Bit unlucky on Gregory because you know the way he battled and what have you to yeah yeah well, to get in front of his man. The thing is, you put the ball in that area and there's somebody there, things will happen, you know. But you look at the quality of deliveries though that we've got. <clears throat> Bannon's already shown how well how good he is. Windass can do it. 
Byers can put a good delivery in. You know, you've got Palmer putting good balls into the box. Johnson, who's perhaps not quite being hitting hitting form, but he can put a good ball in. Backinson's also showing in in this cold that he can he can do exactly the same. We've got just like you said, we're not just relying on one player. They they can all do it. They can all that kind of slots in maybe to also. Sorry, I'm going back to Palmer, but for example, these players are flourishing because we've got the the team that's there now and maybe we've not been able to do that before in the sides that they've played in. Yeah, because um, when, when someone puts a cross in, is it a good cross or a bad cross? Or is it or is it because nobody got on the end nobody were there to get on the end of it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes there's, there's always some questions, isn't there? I think just because just because you don't score doesn't mean it's a bad cross. Like Yeah, yeah, no, exactly that. And if you've got someone like Gregory who puts himself in the right areas, that's the kind of thing that could happen. Um yeah. but yeah, another great cross. Um and well, you thought you were Palmer at first, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was it. Well, I thought, I think I noticed on the day, but then I watched it back and for some reason I thought it was Palmer. I was trying to give him another one. But <laughs> <laughs> no, no, mate, quality, absolutely quality. And then obviously we rung the changes in, didn't we, after that? So uh, Yeah, I put a tweet out saying when are we going to see Malik Wilkes? Uh, I think a few people got it. Most people said between 50 and 60 minutes. Uh, one oh, person got it right, 59 minutes. That was not what it was. I to no, no, sorry, it was, yeah, I, think, I think it was 59 minutes, I think it was, when he came I on. I can't remember. Or, it's, I said, or it's 69. I, I, I can't between, remember. Between 60 and 70. I Actually, I think, it it there, was, but... I think it was uh, 69 minutes and someone got it bob on. I think Someone, um, someone said 60 minutes for Bannon. So you were very, very close there. <laughs> Mate, that's... And you know what? Another thing that... I don't know if it's happened numerous times in, but for example, there were a couple of times last season, was it when we were winning whatever, when we had some good results and people yeah. like, why is Gregory still on pitch at this point in the running? Why is... Why are these players still on pitch? Why are they still on pitch? All three of them, Windass, Gregory, Bannon, all off. Yeah. Resting them. Getting him, you know, we're five nil up. We don't Job's need done. one. Yeah. Job done in it. And and to be fair, it's one of them ones where put your other strikers on in a game that is quote unquote easy, or it certainly is when it's five when you're five nil up. It's a chance for them to to get a goal and get their confidence up as well. So yeah, and we and you know Gregory's thirty four now, as of as of this weekend. Bannon's thirty three. All right, Windass is a lot younger, but he's had he's had injuries. Yeah, There's yeah. absolutely no need to keep him on the pitch, is there? It's it's right. Like I think Barry Bannon is going to be substituted a lot more than what. Well, yeah, because we can afford to do it. So, and, and, yeah, and you know what? And Wilkes as well, mate. You could tell he were Ray wanted. A, he was busy. You know, he lost the ball a couple of times, <laughs> but he wanted to try and impose himself. Of course, he did. Yeah, and, he wanted to impress him as well. And for him, you know, obviously. Bannon fine to go off it we need to take him off it's it's sensible decision but it's a shame for him that Bannon still wasn't on the pitch for yeah. him personally yeah because it could have it could have found him out created, yeah. um, it might have created something for him but yeah he did I mean I saw Wilkes warming up and um, I mean this is before the game and they were warming up just in front of where I sit on the north doing little shuttle runs and what have you and you know I don't know if everyone else is putting 100% you know and, and whatnot, but he looked rapid, by the way. You know what I mean? When he, if he gets a run or he gets a march on an, on a team and, and gets in behind, good night. Do you know what I mean? No, like the, I suppose the Palmer goal, the Bannon goal, Malik Wilkes in that situation, he'll be long gone. Do you know what I mean? And I, I, I want to see him. Do you know when, he, when he's running 
like running towards a player and just knocks it like a bit like Adam Artreori. Yeah. yeah he knocks yeah. it about 50 yards past him and just puts just, the afterburners <laughs> yeah, on. And just and see just, you later. And just go, see ya. Because it's, it's difficult, isn't it, when you're controlling the ball. It's always hard to get away from someone, isn't it? But if you just, you know, if he knocks it 20, 30 yards and then just runs onto it, I think that'll look incredible. But, you know, it, um, yeah, it would just. I think the second, you know, after that when it was five and a look, like you said, we took us foot off the gas. We just we just dictated play, didn't we? We held on to the ball, we were stroking it around, it looked relatively easy. And we just finished the game off, didn't we? There, there was absolutely no need. I, I saw a tweet saying that that it were a boring game. And do you know what? Like when you're there, you just want you know, you just want more goals, don't you? Yeah, like, yeah, you, when you it's want... like that, but then you understand like second half wasn't a great watch, but it's the same thing of, you know, we're calling out for this game management and it's a different kind of game management, but not in terms of time wasting and managing the game as such. But Yeah, we didn't see when, uh, we didn't see Stockdale's magic finger, did we? Yeah, when you're 5-0 <laughs> up, why are you put, you don't need them to like you obviously you need them to put enough in, but you don't want them putting 100% in. Like at 5-0 up, if someone's I know Wilkes was trying to, but you know, if someone's bombed on and put a stupid challenge in and you know, caught the ankle or caught the knee and pulled the hamstring, whatever, you're going to be like, well, five, no, look, why are you bombing up? Why are you doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's just another way of conserving a bit of energy. Yeah, look. Um, you know, there's a lot of games, isn't there, this exactly, season, as we yeah. keep saying, and so. Dom Housen was saying, a good, good point, actually, Dom Housen was saying in the, when he came on the debate show and he was saying how if we get far in the Cups as well, there could be 50 odd games that we play 60. Well, 60 games sorry yeah there could be a lot of games that we that we play in this in this season which you know you've got to manage your players you've got to we've got the squad to do it and now you know and now we're doing it obviously I know we didn't make many changes off the bat but we certainly used all this all those five substitutes um I mean what what would what were different this week than the other week because I think you know quite a lot of people have been saying that we you know not going through the motions, but we haven't quite been playing as well as what we as what um, we should have. I think, everything just came off, didn't it? I thought. Yeah, I think it's a mixture of look. I know they gave it a good old go, but they're not the standard of the opposition that we've been playing. Yeah, let's just put it that way. Um, I think the confidence so we, is there as yeah, well. Yeah, the confidence is there from the results that have come before. Yeah. Excuse me. Five tricky opening league games. We've got a decent points tally from it. And if it wasn't for a red card at Peterborough, I think we'd have another point, if not another three, um, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, it's the confidence from that. Another clean sheet. <laughs> yeah. We were saying another clean sheet. Another clean sheet. So David Stockdale might be getting another uh, little trophy on his in his cabinet so, for Golden Glove. <laughs> so, yeah, mate, it's confidence. And like I say, let's be honest, they're not the calibre of the teams that we have played. Confidence from the others, you know, we've gone out with intent, and gone right, you know. If we do get one here, we could put on a nice little performance for the for the home fans. Uh, yeah, and and like you say, those things came off. And like you said, you've got to be in the right positions and whatever else. But there was some luck in some of them goals. Yeah, um, fair enough. They were blocked. You know, how many times was it? Was it the ball? Uh, what game was it? Now it was. Was it a home game or was it one of the away games? I went to. Anyway, by the by. Block, block, block off the Portsmouth line. Portsmouth home game. We said eight blocks in that game, whatever game it was. It was Portsmouth at home, off first the game. line. A heckwear header from a corner. Yep. Banning the follow up. That game. Yeah, Portsmouth. Yeah. 
they dropped to us this time. It's not going to happen like that all the time. Yeah. And I'm not saying we didn't play well because we did. And I mean, bloody I mean, you've hell. Got, you've got I, to make your own look and people say like you've got to be in them positions. But I think when, like there was times obviously we sat off, but I think when we did get the ball forward, it went forward quickly. Yeah. Um, there was some great patterns, some great link up. We just played really well. The center halves were pushing on both of them. Dom and, you know, right and left, Dom and McGuinness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it just all, like you say, it clicks and it's, Yes, the less opponents, but but it's it, it could have been, mate. It's it's weird because now I think I said it before. Like I don't, I, I'm glad we didn't play a newly promoted team in that first five, even though the first five were hard games. We give you a lot. It of could have gone either way, and we've come out of it well. And now we've played these. They've had a few games to settle, etc. And this is could be a massive confidence booster for us even though you know yeah because they, they know they can do it do you know what I mean they, they, they can do it against the tough teams and they can equally do it do it against you know uh, a team that's different to what they've uh, what they've come up against um, I'm just going to uh, before we touch on individual performances just going to read some of the three word match reviews remember you can get involved if you follow us on Twitter it's at WTID pod just incidentally just tipped over 5,000 followers on Twitter as well which is absolutely amazing to say that we started what January, January 2020 so not even two years and uh, and we're still growing so if you don't follow us then uh, make sure you make sure you do um, as I read a few a few out Sam Maitland these put should have been more um yeah, but you can't really grumble at that. To be fair, um, Jeremy Patterson on the same uh, same vein. Uh, I wanted six. Um, Sean, he's just put an awesome result. Uh, Christopher Horbit, Arsh, uh, Sunday pub team. Um, let's have a look. Uh, David Cuts didn't really get the memo. Really, five nil, and the crowd were quiet. That's not really three words. That one, uh, David. But I still read it out. Um, let's have a look. Bill, Jesus, they're rubbish again. I'm. I'm I don't think they were that bad, to be to be honest. Uh, Snow Jinke, only Forest Green. I think he's probably trying to say, let's not get too carried away, but we've done it against the uh, the bigger sides or the more, you know, the, the teams that are going to be up there at the come the end of the season. So, uh, you know, I think we've got every right to be to get carried away. To be fair, um, <laughs> SWFC sixteen eighty sevens put meat free stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's a good one. Uh, Luke Samuels, easy, easy, easy. Steve Turner, goal machine Palmer. I put a, a, a tweet out. Uh, what it said, Liam's on fire. Your defence is terrified. <laughs> Not sure if that one's going to get going, but but Liam Palmer does need a song, doesn't he, by the way? What were the... Um, the Lois Buxton one. On the, the Lewis... right, on the right, Liam Palmer. The Workshop Cafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's get that one there. Uh, let's get it going. Let's yeah, let's definitely get it going. Um, Chris Reynolds only needed two words. We won. Cat, <laughs> <laughs> um, easiest this season. Yeah, I agree with that, Cat, but it could have quite easily not have been. We've seen that many, uh, many times. Uh, I'll read one more out. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, <laughs> Liam Powell, League One Erection. <laughs> I must admit, it was I, some fantastic... I, from, from the start there... I wanted six. So did I, but then I was like, glad, glad we didn't, because if you did stay still full-time, whoever does the music, when he put on the Hawaii 5 yeah, theme <laughs> shoot, mate, I was just like, I heard it, I'm thinking, 
why are they playing this? <laughs> and, uh, so what it was. Yeah. And to be fair, I don't think uh, a couple of lads that I didn't didn't know what it was. I was like, yeah, I think that's, some of the younger that's, people. That's fantastic. I was like, oh, that's brilliant. To be fair, the only reason I really know is because. Uh, Wayne Mardley, you know, darts player. Yes, he comes he on, used to that. Come on to it and he's called the Wi Fi there. That's the only reason I really know what it was. But yeah, I was I mean, like, that's it, fucking it, brilliant. And if it's, <laughs> to be fair, if it's the guy that's doing uh, scoreboard for when players come on and off, there's another error there. But if it's him, I'll let him off because <laughs> it has like, he made it so why, what, what, what error did he do? I think someone was still on pitch when they weren't. Oh. Right, anyway. Uh, but yeah, it, I thought that was fantastic. Oh, that's brilliant, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, let's touch on individual performance. I've got Liam Palmer down, but I think we've yeah, talked we've about done, Liam Palmer yeah, already. Um, Lee Gregory, just a quick touch on him, because again, we've, we've talked about him, but just great that he's he's got off the mark in it really and yeah um, and like we said before he's done all his he does he, again he does all his stuff that he does well all the up linking he does all that stuff well i'm just happy for him that he's because like you've said a few times he's not he's a striker but he's not an out and out goal scorer in that he's yeah gonna... i think he's had like last season there was one at millwall weren't there where he got a few but he's not been a, a 20 know, goal a season yeah, yeah, man yeah for it not every season you know? he does more than that doesn't he he's, he's more than just a, a goal scorer he's not like one of them selfish ones that don't do anything and just put the ball in the back of the net he's influential in a, a lot of the he's, he's in there all the time isn't he yeah you know, sometimes he's on the edge of the D and they're off obviously chesting it moving it on making a run but he can he can get you out of the shit as well can't he do you know like when you when you're under the, under the pump and what have you you know you can lump it up to him and he can just hold the ball and, and get you out of a bit of a yeah, sticky and, situation. Yeah, and to be fair, another day, um, there was a there was a chance before the first goal, wasn't there? Um, where it, was it before the first goal? Yeah, Windass put a ball in, um, and he had a chance, and it was blocked or whatever. Yeah, there was another one where on front post, where again he were there. I think he got a touch, but the defender got a good tackle in. Yeah, he was getting himself as he always does in the right places. So yeah, he's uh, just. I'm just glad that we can call him a Sheffield Wednesday player, to be honest. Um, Josh Windass, I think we've already we've already spoke about him quite a bit. Um, I just want to talk about Michael Ehequa, uh, if I can, because if you spoke to some Rotherham fans, one of them that I know is like, obviously when he signed, I don't know if he's being bitter or whatnot. He's saying, oh, he's got a mistake in him and you know he's, he's not very good and what have you, which I'm not being funny, he got into the team, team of the season, didn't he? So it can't have been that bad. But I think... You know he's played a different, you know, a few different. He's played right center half, and he? uh, he's played half. left center half. I think banging that middle of that three is by far his best position because he's got that understanding with Stockdale already, or it seems like it anyway. Um, I don't know if you heard him, but he's, he's he's very vocal. He's constantly, you know, shouting, and it's what you want. He's, he's not obviously he's not a captain, but he's he's certainly he's got the qualities on it. He's yeah, exactly. And I just think he's absolutely solid. Like, yeah, mate. We said I think I've spoke to about a few people about it in terms of up until you know we're not really we're not really speaking about him in terms of he's not had a shocker, and we're not speaking about him in terms of why he's done right well. Maybe that's because, but he has done well. But do you know what I mean? When you don't yeah, have yeah. to, when, you, when you're not talking about a defender, it's got to be it's good. Only it? good, like yeah. and. Like you said, I think obviously I've been I, I backed Hennigan up, um, and I still will do. But now we've got McGuinness in, it does seem a heck was 
the man in the man in the middle to be playing there. Like, and I think that is his for us his best position in this formation. And Hennigan won't get in, you know. Um, I, I think he just looks so composed and and comfortable on the ball. Like, I, look, it, he's probably you know, he can't pick out a pass. He's not a ball playing centre half, but he just gets it, and he just you know, especially yesterday, both Iofa and McGuinness were both showing for the ball. They both and. Rather than playing that ball into central midfield, everything was going wide, weren't it? I don't know if you saw, but we, you know, both Palmer and Johnson had choke on the boots, and and both McGuinness and and Iofa were, were were so wide, like at times they were really you know, stretching play, and and it just yeah, Iofa, uh, sorry, uh, Equa or Virgil as we call him, um, he just he was just confident, comfortable, and yeah, I'm, I'm another awesome signing that we've got. We just mentioned him there, McGuinness. There's another one that I want to touch on. I think another great signing. Like since he's come in, he's just showed up that left hand side. Obviously, he came in after the Peterborough game, didn't he? So his first game with, yeah. with Bolton, and I think he's just stepped into that role. And well, we haven't conceded a goal since he's come in. It's, it's almost like the the Jordan story effect, isn't it? You know, when when we signed him and we, and his defense suddenly got a lot better. Um, yeah, I mean, have you been impressed with McGuinness? Yeah, mate, he's been he's good, isn't he? He's a big lad. <laughs> Another big lad. <laughs> Six um, foot four, yeah. And yeah, he's comfortable, isn't he? He's comfortable with the ball at his feet. He likes a little run. Yeah. Uh, I saw... In, after, in first minute, he like... Yeah, yeah. past their, their and I think, winger. I think, was it... Uh, who was he who was he getting from? Cardiff. Cardiff, yeah. Sorry, Cardiff, yeah. And he played 30-odd games. I saw when he first signed, I think it was one of their fans that said... He might give you a few arse tap moments yeah. and there were just clips of him running out from the back and doing little turns and whatever else. So, But yeah, mate, you know, he's, like we said, 30 appearances in the championship last season. Young lad, wants to, you know, wants to prove himself. Do you know what? Um, he's one of them, I know it's early days, but he's one of them ones that, if in January we can just speak to Cardiff well, and just sign him. he Arsenal, didn't he? He, he was yeah. through their academy. He's obviously got something about him. Um, and yeah, uh, it just turns out that I think, you know, him and Dom, you know, Dom's got to have a mention, you know, I think yeah. uh, we were discussing after the match last night with uh, with a few of the lads and Granville and that, and we were a bit like, oh, did he do much today, Dom? And, you know, he was doing this and that. And, you know, I think there was even discussion between someone saying, arguably did like Liam Palmer in the right centre half back role uh, when Hunt's back and, whatever yeah. else because he thinks that's its strongest position in this formation whatever blah 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 but then when you looked at the stats it was Joe it was Joe Cran who tweeted what was it 100% of aerials won 100% of ta- 100% tackles I think there were how many tackles were it 7, 6 something uh, it weren't that many about probably two or three because I think George Byers got the, oh, got the most tackles I got mixed up with his tackles but it was 90, 92% pass completion as well yeah, uh, and he had the most possession as well. Um, so most touches, you know, most possession. You might say, oh, well, it's a lot of the passes were between the back three, but he did go on forward because there was one. I think he crossed the ball in for Gregory at the front post for one of them. The, yeah, they were. He did have he a nosebleed. So. He, he had a nosebleed at one bit, didn't he? Because he was so far forward. But he can do it. He's got the power in there. Obviously, he's got that pace that we all talk about for the recovery. And yeah, he's, you know, fair play to him. Yeah, I saw someone saying about how. They think Darren Moore has actually managed that particular situation very well. Yeah. Because, you know, like Giles said, you know, me and you said we'd have taken him out straight away, which he ended up did, did doing after that first game. He could have left him in. But actually, taking him out 
maybe giving him a bit more time working on something. Took him off the um, heat a little bit because that second game would have been make or break. That yeah, one, yeah, exactly. You know I mean? And that's it. And if he'd have had two in a row, could you imagine roasting it got from us? Well, right. he got, he got even us, even us, everyone. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, and I think that's right. I can't remember the exact tweet and what, but the point is, he's actually seems to have managed that quite well. Take him out, out the firing line, work on it. Is it something confidence-wise? Is it something that can be worked on the training ground? You know, it's probably said to him, "You're going to get another chance." I mean, I think the injuries helped him in terms of you know the fact that Fame will or Fameer will obviously got that injury. You know, that's kind of probably rushed him through getting back into the side. But then again, he's took it with you know he's took it with yeah, both and, we, and we don't know. We don't know. Dom as a character. You know, is he someone that? And like you say, injuries might have played. Is he someone that thinks, oh, fucking hell, it's only one game. I should have had another opportunity. Yeah. Or, and by that, as more thinking, if I take him out, hold him off for a few games, he'll come back and he'll have the fire. You know, it's like, yeah. for example, like say I used to play rugby. If I started on the bench, I'd be pissed off. So when I came on, I'd yeah. want to lie up because yeah. I was annoyed. That same kind of thing, dropping for a few games, will that bring out the best of him when he comes back because he wants to prove his point? Yeah. I don't know, but I thought it was a good little... Definitely. ...debate, argument, point, whatever it was. Yeah, right. Let's um, let's talk about the next game then. Uh, we've got Barnsley coming up on Saturday. Just before that, obviously the news late on yesterday, Silasau has now left to De Graafschap in... Uh, in the Netherlands kind of expected that um, seeing as though someone put in the WhatsApp group they'd seen Silas out, out on the town on uh, on Friday night with his girlfriend or wife or whatever it was so he clearly weren't going to be in the in the squad on Saturday but yeah I'm just glad that that situation's now over and done with well cause... I think it was quite once Wilkes came in I think it was imminent really yeah uh, yeah fair play and you know Tuesday night it wasn't particularly. Uh... No, it wasn't. It's just you know, that we're kind of rumbling on for, for quite some time. It's it's now, it's now all done and dusted. Which and we've actually sold a player, undisclosed fee. I don't know how much it's going to be, but when was the last time we actually sold someone for a <laughs> for a fee? So which is uh, which is good. Darren Moore did indicate, obviously after the game, that there has been a few, or there has been some interest in some of the players. Um, who do you think that interest is going to be for? Was he just playing like, you know, he, said, he said some key, I don't know what his words were, but in the, I think it was something like yeah, the key players. Yeah, it was like, he said, yeah, key players, trying to unsettle the squad. It's some underhand approaches, let's say. So you, I'm guessing not through the right channels. Um, I'd probably say, obviously we know Fizz, um, yeah. whether that's, you know, potentially Windass. I mean, uh, he's not going to be the players that have just signed, is it? Really? No, you know no. I mean? Maybe you know what? Maybe Palmer, because there has been, you know, he was linked to Forest. You know, those championship clubs that might he's yeah. been linked with before, or but could be Dennis, yeah, Windass again. Mate, it could be any of them. Baz, I mean, even though he keeps, you know, I think he's had offers in the past and he'll turn them down, and I don't think he would go anywhere. But who knows? Um, yeah, but. I mean, look, I've not actually heard, but apparently, I don't know, but apparently he wasn't very happy. Let's Which say. is probably why he's come out and said it, because he never, he never normally says anything like no. that, does he? So he's probably a bit pissed off. Or he's probably trying to air it air it now to, to you know, if something does happen, he's kind of saying they've done it the wrong way. But then if you, saw, the if you saw Windass's tweet after the game, which I thought was very good, actually, yeah, about, what did he say? 
it, Nothing it, more enjoyable than coming out on a Saturday and playing with your mates and getting three points, something along those lines, yeah, which I yeah. thought was a very good tweet, actually. Yeah. Um, that just shows that. Like, is that is that related to that, most probably? Yeah. Is it him or is it just saying the team's solid and you can't, even if you're trying to have shady deals before not going through the right channels and right representatives and however you go about doing it, you're not going to disturb this team. Yeah, we're gonna possibly. You know, I don't know. There might be maybe we into which into which into it. <laughs> no, it is. It's funny how that came out. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I, at I, the know, same time, I know what you mean. Um, Joe, you can see though, like I saw in, in the warm-ups, they were all having you know a few jokes here and there, and they just all like they're just enjoying themselves. And why not? You know, we're playing good football. We've lost one game so far this season in all competitions. We're scoring goals left, right, and centre. Everyone's getting in on the act, and it just looks like a fantastic yeah, place think, to be. I think you know, I, I've banged on about his mantra, the ethos, whatever it is that he's installed in the squad, and I think kind of what. I've been trying to say and never really linked in my own head and it's eventually popped into my head is, you know, people say on paper, on paper, this squad should do this, on paper, the squad should do that. A squad isn't just on paper. A squad is in the dressing room. Not everyone has to get on. I'm not saying they all do. They might do in a work environment. They might not get on with each other outside of work, but you've got to have, it's a squad. You've got to have that. If you've got, you know, if you pluck, Man United might be an example you know, they're not in the Champions League. They're panicking on signing players. They're just kind of plucking who they can. But do they work together in the dressing room? Have they yeah. got something in the dressing room? You know, you, I said Darren Moore won't sign players unless, you know, he says, this is what I want to do. If they don't seem to be keen or don't seem to buy in, I don't think he'd sign them. But there's more than just a team has to work in different ways than just... It's not just now they're minutes, a good player. Yeah. You could stick whoever in a team and they might not work they've got to have an understanding in, on the training ground yeah. having a good laugh that comes from picking players who maybe haven't got you know there's a couple of egos in there but it's not just about that 90 minutes is it? I don't know if you've heard Gary Neville on the overlap and he, he talks about how you know he uh, he stayed the only reason why he stayed at Manchester United for that long with 36 or something when he when he retired like he said Alex Ferguson just wanted me in that dressing room like it, it weren't because of what he was doing on the pitch it were all the other stuff that he was doing so we'll another podcast here but I actually listened to Gary Neville on that diary of a CEO yeah yeah he was talking about that as well and I'm not saying you know this is a very high comparison and not a comparison but maybe a, a just a link up or whatever and it's different now because managers are more coaches and the more yeah you know he, i think he asked gary neville how many times did sir alex ferguson come into the dressing room in the train you know in the training ground yeah and he said maybe once if ever in the 20 odd years he was there because the um what word did he use now? It was already installed. The culture in the dressing room was already installed. He knew it was there. And that's why, like the same kind of thing, why he kept him there. And he had these key players. He's doing his job. For because doing the his culture job for was already there in the dressing room. He said yeah. he didn't have to come in. New players come in and they marshal. And I'm it. not saying, yeah. you know, Darren Moore, Alex Ferguson, no, but, but that's the kind of... But I can see that from like Callum Patterson. Like people say, oh, why is he still there? He needs to be out of the club. Like he's a clearly a character. I bet he cracks jokes all the time. And if that's like giving that sort of jokey environment and whatever in the in the in the training you know like the training ground and stuff. It's what you want as well. Like like I said, it's not just them ninety minutes. A lot of things go on behind the scenes that, that you and look at you don't know like, about. for example, um and it's probably a shit reference. I'm trying to think of the other team that I could use instead. But for example, Sheffield United. 
they played well above their suit with a team that they had. Yeah. I know, obviously, we're different. We're saying we've got really good players. They had a few good players in there, but how did they do that well with the players they had? Yeah, exactly. Because of something else. Yep, yep, exa- and, exactly. And, and I'm saying the opposite can happen. If you've got a bunch of good players, if you've not got that something else, it might not work. It makes and, them all look shit, doesn't it? You yeah. know what I'm trying to say anyway. I know, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> right, let's, um, let's, let's talk about Barnsley then on Saturday. Um, they're 16th, obviously come down from the championship last season. Barnsley, we had, we had club, obviously, what, two seasons ago, the, the season where we came down, they were in the playoffs, playoffs yeah. lost to, I can't remember, lost to Forest, I think it was, or someone, I don't know, whoever they lost to, but yeah, playoffs, and then they get relegated the season after. Um, obviously, a lot of troubles with managers and what have you, but Michael Duff from, where did he come from? Cheltenham, I think it was, I want to I say. Um, yeah, he's, he's now their manager. They've had a bit of a tricky start, uh, two wins, one draw, and three defeats. They, they drew with Ipswich 2 2 this weekend. Uh, just had a look at how they played, they, similar to us, play 3 5 2, uh, although it's got them down, down as a 3 4 1 2, which is obviously a, a variation on the 3 5 2. So look like, looks like they're going to match us up in terms of formation. Um, picked out a few key players for them Josh Benson, 22 year old defensive midfielder. He's got two goals and one assist. Looks like he's there, kind of. Barry Bannon, as so to speak, um, and Luca Connell. He's also got two assists. Another young player. Looks like they've got quite a young, young yeah, side. I think there's that lad as well, Styles, Harry Styles. <laughs> <laughs> What's actual Callum Styles? I is think. he the one that plays for? He's a young lad as well. Is, he's the one that plays for Hungary, isn't he? Oh, does that? I don't have a clue, mate. I don't know. He, I think he once went to Hungary on his on his holidays, and now that means he can play for oh, him or right. something. So it's, his grandparents Hungarian, but he's a he's a decent player. But obviously, lost Woodrow, didn't they? To, yeah, Luton. Uh, I mean, when I went on holiday, they were, they were a Barnsley fan on holiday, and um, who's there? They've got a striker that's like I don't know, grandson of a famous striker. What's his name now? His, his name eludes me. Um, but anyway, one of their strikers. I've <laughs> no, no helps you on that one. He just said, "I don't know how he's a footballer." To be fair, he's absolutely terrible. He's just there. Devonte Cole. It's is it Andy Cole's Andy son. Cole? Is, is, is it Andy Cole's son? Something like that. Maybe. But anyway, or it might be his cousin, nephew, or whatever. But he says the only reason why he's a footballer is because of his relative of his dad or not. I've, I've no idea. Would would make sense with that surname, but but yeah, he's um, it, it certainly looks like they've not hit the ground running. Clearly, uh, they're finding it tough in this division. Obviously, been down here before. Um, I mean. We've kept a settled side. Would you make any changes for Saturday? I know obviously quite a few are going to get a run out. I think, do you know, whilst we've been having these cup games and now obviously the Papa John's, I think in terms of rotating the squad, it, these players are still getting a run out, aren't they? Which is which is obviously good. Yeah, I think, you know what? I don't know. I don't know that I would, but... I mean, there's, there's Reese James. He's, he's back from suspension. So that's, Dan James. <laughs> yeah, Dan James. Uh, Smith, Michael Smith. He, Darren Moore said he'd be playing against Bradford on Tuesday. Uh, and then Wilkes as well. Mate, so I don't know. You know what? And I've told you, I'm not asked about if he makes changes. He's made changes this season. It's not made a difference. So I don't care. I mean, do you he, see, can do, he can do what he wants for me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but, where do you rank Barnsley in terms of, if, if we said the first five games were tough games and we said that Forest Green was a relatively easy I think, game? I think they're still, I think they're still, a, they, they've, as I think someone had said, in, uh, consistently inconsistent. That's, you know, they've, they've scored some goals. They're capable of scoring goals. They've scored two against Ipswich, who 
as we know, uh, joint top of the table. Yeah. They're going to be up there, I think, for the rest of the season. Uh, so, yeah, it's not one that we can take lightly. And obviously, there's, there's, the rivalry is there as well. So Yeah, there's going to be a bit of added spice, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? In terms of they'll bring quite a few fans and, and whatnot, I'm sure. So they've obviously, their cup final. Yeah, they've obviously got it in there. And like you say, quite a young team coming to Hillsborough. It'll, you know, it could go one way or the other for them. They could thrive in it or they could... I mean, yeah, one thing that goes in our favour is that like I said at the top of the show, 14 games unbeaten at home. Do you know what I mean? Like the home I record. Know. I don't know how many of them lads were in the squad when they did get to the playoffs because obviously they're big games and whatever else. So yeah, I don't think it's one you can take lightly uh, and it'll definitely be should be a lively a game, shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like you said though, if we kept the same side again or if we made a few changes, I mean, some people will probably say that Johnson has been, I'm not trying to bash him or anything, but he's not quite like hit the same standards as what he perhaps did in the second half of last season. They were quality, weren't they? But, you know, the one thing I would say on that is, because I've seen some people talking about it, is we were bashing him for conceding goals down that side. Now, is that because he's been bombing forward? It's, cl- it's clear that that Bolton game and uh, in uh, in the game against Forest Green, he didn't get forward as much. You look If you look at the heat map on, on who scored, you see that compared to Palmer, he's not, no, he's he's a lot playing a lot deeper and not getting in them advanced positions. So, for me, that's clearly the instruction from Darren Moore to keep it tight on that side. And Forest Green did overload that that side, didn't they? So I think it's a bit unfair to perhaps say, you know, he's not getting forward as much or not getting that end product in when we've not conceded any goals either. Do you yeah, know what, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? But I mean, the other one is is Brown as well. I thought what what that tackle that he, that he made when he came on. Oh, what, they got blown up for? Yeah. When they'd made two exactly the same. So. He, won, he won the ball. Yeah. I mean, all right, it were a bit, it were a hard yeah, yeah, tackle. Yeah, done. they'd done two exactly the same. Yeah, I and know. Didn't blow up from anyway. Yeah, he's easing with a shout and we'll see, mate. We'll see. I, you know. I don't think there's any player that could come in and I'd think, fucking hell, why has he done that? Yeah, yeah. And I think, other than Silaso, but he's not even there anymore. And I think Johnson, you know, I think everyone, no one had a bad game at all. No. But he was probably one that, yeah, if you had to rate reason. people, he would be the lowest rated yeah, maybe, player. Yeah. But um, not, I'm not saying that he had a you no, know, you're not saying that it was it was shit. To, to be fair, you'd have to put Stockdale as having a, a bad game because he did absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think whatever, I'm not we've got the like we keep saying, we've got the players there to do do the business. So Malik Wilkes obviously against his former club as well, he had a bit of a spell at, at Barnsley, didn't he? So uh he'll be obviously hungry to to open his account and get a goal. Do you think Malik Wilkes will play against Bradford on Tuesday? I'm not sure, to be honest. I hope so. He'd play him, wouldn't you, really? Because like, uh, as much as Moore said, I think, you know, he's had enough game time, he'll be match fit. It could be a confidence booster, though, couldn't it? Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? If you, and if you see what Smith and Malik Wilkes can do, that you know, if we, I guess it's only against Bradford, but still, I'm, I'm sure they'll put a fairly strong side out you know that, that that's like a that that trophy is a chance look at Sutton do you know what I mean last season got to the final it is an opportunity for for the likes of Bradford to to do something um go on then I don't think we well we certainly didn't get the prediction right last last week because I don't think any of us said 5-0 did we no I can't remember what I said before the game I said 3-0 though so I don't I can't remember exactly what I said last week but... go on then uh Barnsley on Saturday what's the score prediction going to be 2-0 Wednesday. 
I'm going to go for a 3 0. I'm going to think it's going to be. I was going to say 3 0. I didn't want to be too. <laughs> I'll go for 3 0. Yeah, I've got to be confident. I think whilst ever we're playing, I were playing, if we play anything like we played against Forest Green, I think we could quite easily. Uh, sweep them aside um, right then we're going to wrap it up there um, let's go straight into recording the extra time so if you do want to listen to us talk about uh, some of the big questions from the, the games so far this season obviously talk about the what the best 11 is uh, and what not then please sign up to Patreon over on patreon.com forward slash WTID pod uh, and become a member not only to get access to the extra time but you can also listen to the debate show replay if you haven't listened to it live uh, as well as the oppo's view so you'll be able to listen to us speak to um i think it's red all over tv youtube channel for barnsley um ahead of that barnsley game to get the lowdown on them we've also got the whatsapp group that you can be a part of previous interviews that we've done with former players and and everything else so do sign up uh, like i said patreon.com forward slash wtid pod thanks for listening if you have enjoyed it do leave us a rating and we'll see you all next time cheers guys cheers man Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.